0: Hi, this is
1: Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, October 19th. I'm Liz Dolan, and I am so happy to be home in Santa Monica, California. Sister, I don't know why it felt I was gone so long. I was only
2: gone 10 days, but... It just felt like a really long time. So yeah, well, I think it was the looping back from country to country. Yes, England, France, England. That's exactly
1: what did it, Leon. When I came back in through Heathrow, I'm like, "What? I'm I'm here again? Stay here. This yeah. is This is not right." But okay, Leon Dolan, you're in Pasadena, California. I got to say that one thing nice about being in hotels with free Wi-Fi is that you can listen to the Satellite Sister shows wherever you are, and I really enjoyed the JV show. It Thank is just you. nice to. We had a good time. <laughs> it's nice to hear the JV back in action when you're laying in bed in a foreign country. had <laughs> <laughs> a good time. <laughs> and Julie Dolan, how are things in Dallas, Texas? I, I, I hate to even ask
0: because. Don't, don't ask that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. But yes, I'm here. I'm happy you're back and can't wait to talk to you. Oh, and you know what was here when I came home? Walked in the door
1: Friday night? Mental. Mental installed. Oh, oh great. What? Yes. Is. Right, the project that started a year ago. Uh, so, oh wow, uh, does it look good? It looks really good. I bet. Yeah, okay. it's okay, you know, good. it's not like a, it's not like your mantel in which
2: carries a lot of decorative items with it later today we'll carry even more uh, Oh, really i I, uh to-do list for this afternoon fall mantle decorating Mm -hmm. yeah this this will
1: sound like Martha stewart liam (laughs) this takes no decorating at all it's just a simple piece of wood not even deep enough for you yes it is (laughs) because i'd put up my fall mantle decorations and then easter i'd be looking at all these dead leaves and things you know so anyway so um I do. Here, so here we are, the three of us. Sheila and Monica uh, both had work or something better to do today, so we won't be hearing from them. Uh, but Julie, we do have to start with news
0: from Dallas. There, yeah, there the you are. Lines. Ground yeah. zero. I know. I'll just to give you a taste of what it's like to be here in Dallas last night. One of the local stations, their lead story was about a woman who was um, on the DART, which is our rapid area transit system. And apparently she spit uh, when she got off the uh, train uh, at the DART station and people freaked out. They thought she had Ebola, okay? That was the lead news story here, okay? I'm telling you, people are... I'm sorry. I know, people are on pins and needles and it's just, you know, this weekend in the local paper, uh, the Dallas Morning News, there's a big ad from the hospital, Presbyterian Hospital, and it's a letter to the community and it said that they're devastated and they're grateful to the team of caregivers, they're sorry about the diagnosis and that they're training for Ebola was not fully deployed, and they're trying to find out the facts about how two of their care, you know, caregivers ended up with Ebola. So, you know, that hospital is absolutely reeling from this. I mean, I'm not going back there. No, you wouldn't go
1: there. No, I know. know. And I heard a story about that on the radio this morning, and they were saying, you know, it was not a great hospital, but it was a pretty good
0: hospital. And I thought, thought, wait a minute, that was Julie's hospital. I'm sure it was. It was considered a really good hospital, but here's a fact that I don't think has been out in the national media. Do you realize the emergency room at Presbyterian was, is run by outside contractors? That is really not even part of Presbyterian. It's run by another group called Emergency Medical Consultants. Wow. Uh, and that now many of the people that were working in the uh, emergency room – they're all out on, you know, quarantine, but none of them are getting paid because they are considered contractors. So they're, you know, oh, that's... That real- is
1: awful. Isn't that terrible? That is really awful that we expect these people to put their lives on the line, and then when they do, we don't pay them. That is awful.
0: Right. Isn't that terrible? It's real I mean, they... Even re- if they
1: did a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say that. Sorry. But, don't want to yeah. laugh, but... yeah.
0: But that is, I think that's a fact that, you know, and whether or not now, you know, uh, that it really actually any doctor from Presbyterian was involved in the initial diagnosis. It was probably, you know, it was it was a separate shop that runs that emergency room, huh. which I, I know. So that's, and, but they, the I don't hosp- really understand the medical
2: system at all. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me too, Leanne. I always wonder I, how do hospitals make money? Who like the people that work there, half of them are doctors in private practice. So right. I don't get it. I, that's really I, don't, get I don't
2: get it. all the relationships there. I, I don't understand that sometimes you're affiliated with this hospital and at that hospital, you have privileges here. You're teaching at this, this medical school i don't really get it
0: yeah, so anyway but they had a big pep rally on friday at the hospital i mean cuz it's texas and that's if you're in a crisis situation <laughs> that's what you apparently, do apparently yeah. that's what you do you have a pep rally round um, up but, the cheerleaders do they have their own cheerleaders presbyterian cheerleaders nope. No, I didn't see any. In in nurses' the, outfits or something? I, I didn't see any in the pictures. But but it, it just, I mean, they're real. There are a lot of stories about will this hospital be able to survive this crisis? Because I think, you know, I, I think people really just are, you know, want to stay away from that place. They don't have faith in it. And, and you know, that they just did... You know they they blew the diagnosis. there was certainly lack of training for the nurses, okay right. do you realize even two days after um, Mr Duncan was admitted for the second time, they hadn't sent his blood out to be tested for e- Ebola? I mean that do you realize that they had missing pa- paperwork that when they were trying to figure out who should be put in quarantine, the hospital didn't have a total list of the number of people who had cared for Duncan.
1: Wow. So I mean, that, that is account- so scary.
0: And then the travel questions. I mean, fortunately, they turned that cruise ship around, Liz. <laughs> I don't <think laughs> you saw that.
1: But the- I just caught that on the news last night. That is crazy. There does seem to be a little bit of panic setting in here. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean they had they had one other story. It was a local story. Maybe you saw him on the news. Judge Clay Jenkins. He is the he is the top Dallas County administrator. He was the he was the guy on the news that was going into Mr. Duncan's apartment without protective gear. He's been very helpful to the family of Mr. Duncan uh, during this critical time. Well, one of the local elementary schools here, you know, went. They they had like a whole day of protest because apparently Judge Clay Jenkins went from being with the family with Mr. Duncan's family to showing up for hot lunch, dessert, <laughs> hot lunch oh. in the cafeteria at the elementary school where his daughter goes to school. Are you kidding? No, that's actually
1: true. Yes. Oh, that's unbelievable. Yes. I thought you were going to say like career day or something. No, no, no. But hot lunch, serving,
0: serving- food. Serving food in the cafeteria, so I, I think it's just all of these, you know, either real or, 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 you know, not real missteps or cues that have people, you know, just on edge about, you know, you know, you know. I know all everybody's saying you can't get it, you know, it can only be transmitted through bodily fluids, but you have all these you know, these activities, and it really, I think it makes people very, very nervous. I mean, there were a lot of mistakes made uh, here in Dallas, and it, you know, it will probably happen again somewhere else. Right. That's the thing.
1: Most of the stuff that happened at Presbyterian, it's easy to imagine that happening at a lot of hospitals.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Oh, man. So... uh, (laughs) Oh, there you have it. That that so that's the story from Ebola land. But I mean, let's let's pray. Let's pray that nobody yeah. else. That's, that's right. Those yeah, two nurses, yeah. and that nobody else um, has been exposed to it, and that we all, can, you know, that everybody can really learn from this. So, right. so agreed. Okay. okay. Hey, other sort of interesting story in the news from my perspective, sisters, is that I saw this in the Wall Street Journal. Um, you know that we, uh, we, we have another war going on in northern Syria, Iraq, where we are trying to fight back, um, ISIS using, uh, we're relying on the Peshmerga, uh, which are the Kurdish national fighters. Uh, and they had a story in the Wall Street Journal that caught my eye because it said, do you realize that one third of the fighters that are um, engaged in trying to secure that town, Kobani, the town that, uh, that they're all fighting for now, right. are women. One-third really? of the fighters, uh, Kurdish fighters, the Peshmerga fighters, are women uh, uh, in northern Syria. I would not have expected
1: that, really, in any part of the world, in any fighting force, but particularly in that part
0: of the world. What is, what is the yeah. history there? Well this is I mean and I you know I have been to Kurdistan twice of course you and have I, yes and I've met with I actually have met with um uh with academics and um and a number of women women's groups over there we did this for satellite sisters and uh you know they t- they fought in the first war for um uh you know many women fought alongside their husbands their brothers their fathers their fierce warriors the um the uh the Kurdish you know, ethnic group. Um, they, they've always believed in being warriors and protecting their homeland. And so this comes to, you know, this, this falls to women as well as men. And even though it still is a very typical sort of Middle Eastern um, place in terms of male-female roles when they're not at war, but you know, during war, you know everybody—it's an all-in sort of situation, and you know they believe that, like, when you as you know the women have said, when you fight a lion, it doesn't really matter whether it's male or female. That's the way they feel about this. They all That's take a up good arms. Quote. Yes, <laughs> good quote. yes. Well, I didn't. I didn't. It's not my quote, Liam, but, <laughs> but it is. But they take it's, that it's, as my
2: personal motto. It's when
0: fight a lion when you fight a lion. When you fight when a
2: lion. You fight a doesn't
0: matter. Okay, it's good, Liam. It's yours, you and the Peshmerga women. But the women I met were actually complaining. They said that during the war, they fought side by side. But after the war, they had to return to a very, you know, much more structured lifestyle where, you know, the women eat separately than the men. And that even though they had some token positions in the new Iraqi government, they weren't really, you know, taken seriously. And it was really bugging these women. But you know, once again, now that the Kurdish homeland is being threatened, they're all taking up arms. Right. Now, all of a sudden, they're needed again. Yes. Right. That's yep. very interesting. Well,
1: not unlike all the women who worked in the factories in the United States during World War II and then had to go back to the kitchen as soon as the war was over. Right, you right. Right. That, wow, that is really fascinating. I know,
0: but when you think that, you know, you have all of our, you know, our, you know, American generals saying, well, the Peshmerga, they're taking care of, you know, they're taking care of ISIS. It's the women. Okay. The women are right in there doing that. All right. All Um, right.
1: I like it. All right. Well, now I'm really embarrassed that the next story from me is about like what a loser I am and how I've just lost control of one of the major things in my life, which of course would be my collection of Apple devices. And here's the thing. I'm just really having a major problem with the cloud. Am I the only one? I just don't understand the cloud. And my problem with the cloud
2: appears to be snowballing. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get the cloud either, Liz. And the I kids mock it. me all the time. At least I have children in the house to help me with the cloud. Yes, but I, I just, I, I I'm still it. emailing things to myself because I don't trust the cloud. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> okay, I, well, well, here's my problem. So my,
1: the, lately they've been issuing, Apple has been issuing all of these updates. You know, there's a new iOS for this and a new iTunes for that. But Every time I go to try to download like the new operating system on my phone, it won't let me because it says I've used up all my storage that like the cloud is full. Or is that possible? I don't know. It's a cloud. It can't be full. That's what I thought, Julie. Or I thought, is it my device that's full, but the cloud is still empty? I mean, I don't have a lot in the cloud. (laughs) I mean, we have a lot of, like all the Satellite Sister shows that the ones that I've edited, they're allegedly in the cloud. But now I realize I really don't know where anything is, whether it's, is it on the hard drive, on my hard drive? Is it in the cloud? I don't, I don't know where my stuff is. And, And yet the cloud appears to be full. So um I'm just wondering would it be legit my my sense is that I should just gather up all my devices so I have I have a <laughs> that I, would be <laughs> funny to see oh. I have
0: Liz, and get and no, my and power no. cords yeah. get the power cords too, Liz. so I have a
1: Mac at work I have a Mac at home
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have an iPhone mm-hmm. and somehow I have two iPads I don't know why um and so, if I gathered all of those up and just made an appointment at the Genius Bar, I feel like I should just bring them all in in a big tote bag or something and lay them out. <laughs> Do it, Liz. Say, Do it. Like, because I'm 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 sure it's some kind of settings issue, right? Yeah, I'm sure be. I just clicked or unclicked something on one phone or something on one iPad. I need to just start from scratch. I need to just like, can we start from the very beginning as if the cloud is just being introduced and whatever your new OS is, whatever. I don't really, I just need things. I need to believe in the cloud. That's what it is. The reason I'm still emailing things to myself, Leon, like you is because I just don't,
2: isn't right, I don't the, believe it's going to be there. I don't know. Isn't if I'm the point find of the it. cloud is that everything is supposed to be there? Yeah. Like, but if it, I can't find it when I need it. There. Right. Or it still appears to be on the
1: device where it started, but not on any of my other devices.
0: You right. can make a hard copy of everything, Liz. That's...
2: <laughs> this is the blinds leading the blinds right
0: here. We sound like idiots to people, just so know. you know. I know, I know. But, Liz, I think you need one more device before you go to the genius car, and that is some kind of GoPro camera on your helmet oh, yes. so that you can film this whole appointment, because I think you can really help a lot of people. Okay. I think go in with all your devices, power cords, in the tote bag, okay. and film it. Uh, just to...
2: <laughs> Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support satellite sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day... Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, your box.
1: what I'll do. That's what I'll do. And then while I'm there, I know this is not a genius's problem, but I need to figure out, okay, Facebook, I'm not going to use your Messenger thing. I'm not going to use it. I don't need a new message from you every day about how to upgrade to Messenger. I don't know how to make that stop. I'm getting – I like, I just – so – I'm sorry, Apple, I, I have a Facebook question for you, too, but there you go. I just need I, – okay, I, I need to stop, stop the snowballing. And I'm sure you're right. There are people out there listening to this, and they know the solution. So feel, feel free to send it in. I just I'm, – I'm stymied. I'm stumped. I'm snowballing. I don't know how many other S-words I can use. Uh, I'm just up a creek uh, here. <laughs> and I just have a lot of devices in my life that allegedly – like talk to each other but in reality do not appear to be speaking uh so there you go i'll see what i can do about that i think i need to make like a late night genius bar appointment you know so uh
2: to minimize the embarrassment yes
0: yeah yeah, the kind of, No, yeah. I think you have to embrace the embarrassment. I think you really have to shame them because I think you're going to be kind of like Norma Rae, Liz. You're going to walk in there with all your devices right. and everybody, all the other clueless people in Apple in the Apple store that yes. are too embarrassed um, to ask the questions about how do I get my stuff out of the cloud, Yeah. They will, you will make them happy. Okay?
1: <laughs> I'm going to be the queen of the cloud. There you yes. go. I'm, you good, going, I'm going to lead the revolution. The, uh, stop talking about the cloud. There's no such thing. (laughs) Admit it. Uh, okay, Julie, you have me very fired up about that. Thank you. Uh, Okay. I will, I will report back in a future show. We
0: want to see the video. Okay. Well, Facebook and Apple were also in the news about this new perk that they're offering to employees, that this as part of a financial assistance to employees, they're going to offer a benefit that's up, worth up to $20,000, where you'll be able to freeze your eggs. Um, now. Uh, I, I think this was intended to give female workers or, um, or employees and their partners to give them some more freedom in terms of reproductive freedom. Uh, but in my mind, not so much. Because I, I, any time you have a benefit like this where they want you to delay childbirth mm-hmm. so that you can work harder during your childbearing years, I think that's really wrong, okay? In fact, I think it's some sort of reproductive slavery, if I can Wow! <laughs> wow, strong, strong words. Change. Okay, no, I just, I really, you know, I mean, at first it started with dry cleaning. Like, okay, you know, you yeah. can pick up your dry cleaning at work, or it, then it was the organic food in the cafeteria. So you can eat three organic meals a day at your work, you know, and then it's, I don't know what else they have, you know, they have all kinds of, you have fitness centers right at work because they don't want you to leave work. They want you to stay. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, number one, if you don't if you want to just work during your twenties and thirties and not have kids, fine, that's great. Go ahead and you know, that whatever whatever you want to do. But I don't think it's unfair to the employees. How about the employees that want to have children? During in their twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, have to. Well, they get maternity
1: it. benefits,
0: right? You have to balance. Yeah, but, they, but will they be seen as? Will they be seen slackers. as less the slackers, less mm-hmm. committed? Okay. Mm-hmm. See, Liz, you said that right off. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, mm-hmm. I, and I think that it's really going to pit women against each other. You know that this is one of the unintended consequences of this. That it's not. You know, I don't think you're going to go around going, "Oh,
2: I'm going in for my egg harvesting today." <laughs> I think it's about. I think it's a benefit that if people want to take advantage of it, they will. They'll probably keep it to themselves. You don't have to... It doesn't mean by taking advantage of the benefit that you're broadcasting your reproductive plans. I don't know. No,
1: but I I have to say, Leanne, I agree with Julie uh, on this. Really? I I, I disagree. Uh, I think there's a dark... I I think there's a... I, I think it's a great benefit and good for them, but it does have this dark underbelly of... Creating, like, the social pressure that exists, like, we're all too busy to take our vacations, right? Like, we're not, Mm -hmm. we're all too busy to go home at night. We're all, like, we're all so committed to our jobs that we're there night and day. This, like, ups the ante on that a little bit. So I do worry a little bit about increased social pressure on women in these work environments, not to have kids, because, oh, you can do that later. This is even about, like, not having sex. You don't even get to, like, go home and have sex. You're, you know, I, I, why do we all want to be delaying that in our 20s and 30s? Let me tell you, take advantage of it in your 20s and 30s, you know, because that tails off. And even, even if you don't want to have children. So it's, on the one hand, I think it's really great that they are trying to accommodate the women in their work environment who have this concern. It's really great, but it could have this social dark side to it. To me,
2: it's one of those benefits that very few women will probably take advantage of. That gets a ton of press and a ton of people talking, but the reality is I don't think a lot of women... Will take advantage of it. So I think mm-hmm. it's one of those easy things to offer. It's a little bit to me like offering to pay for business school. Does that create tremendous social pressure to go to business school in those organizations if they pay for it?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think it, huh? yes. <laughs> and it does. Well, what I idiot? Know you didn't go, go, to, go business to business school. school. <laughs> but, <laughs> but having. <you> know. <laughs> yes, okay, which one of us went to business values? school? Julie. Julie went to business school. <laughs> it means that they value that degree, and that that degree may be important to promotion, Lian. Uh, so yes, I... A- <laughs> so it's, it's you're it, saying it,
1: this is them saying that they value you delaying childbirth. Yes,
0: that's what I think it that is. I that's what I think. Is A- to going me, it's on. that, I that I think value that we value
2: giving you options. We, mm. you're, a,
0: you're a highly. No, the option ad- is to delay, I mean, which is not right. That's not right for women, and that's not right for the child. I, you know, I just. Well, it might be right for some it women. It might be right. right. I mean, well, it might be right. It's for not some. wrong. It's not wrong.
2: It's, it's, it's people's choice, but so I, I, I think any benefit is a good benefit. so... <laughs> Uh, someone who currently like makes very little money and has absolutely no bennies. Um, I, I'm for any benny. When
1: was the last time you were in corporate America, Leon? I know. it's been a while. <laughs> <One
2: time ago. laughs> so,
0: 22 years ago. So, it's on the list of all the benefits that you could possibly have, like freezing your eggs. I mean, I mean, that's way, way down. I mean, it's just, I'm just I mean, saying, it's, it's really it's, such an intrusion in your, you know, in in your... In oh, the, I don't see it that way. At no, that. I do. I, 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 think, think. I think it's,
2: again, I think it's like, you know, my husband gets unlimited paid time off, and we laugh all the time, because, of course, it's easy to give that to someone who's never going to take advantage right. of it.
1: exactly. He works seven days
2: a week. Yeah, U-P-T-O, <laughs> UPTO, unlimited paid time off, never takes advantage of it. And, it's, you know, I think it's one of these things, it's on the list, It's a been benefit, very few women will take advantage of it. And for women who might be going through health issues or something, it's a fantastic option. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: there are also, I know plenty of people, men and women that have taken advantage of adoption benefits. And a lot of companies do that now and they didn't do that 10 or 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I know it's kind of in that category. They want to give you all of these choices about when you start your family, how you start your family. I get that. But I'm also suspicious. Like just because these work cultures are so
2: intense, right? Uh, The reality they're going to be intense anyway. They're a really? terrible place for women to work anyway now, right? <laughs> right. right, correct. That's you know, do, that's do why we mean, have the head of Microsoft last week just saying, oh, don't worry, sisters, don't worry, ladies, the system yeah. will take care of it. Don't go in and ask for a raise. Right. So who would, who would want to work for that guy? <laughs> that's right. Cute. I mean, they're Good. a terrible place to work for women anyway, unless you're Sheryl Sandberg <laughs> <laughs> or Marissa Meyer. Good for them. And she's already had her children. Right. So. <laughs> Both of them have children, so... Right.
1: Uh, okay. Well, this is clearly a hot topic among the sisters. If you have a strong opinion on this, I suspect there are some out there. Uh, just go to our, um, go to our website, satellite sisters.com where this show is posted and put your comments there. We can, we can come back to this issue. I think, I think this is a good one, but moving on to my own health issues. Uh, which have nothing to do with delayed childbirth. I I would like to announce uh, to the sisters that um, at the beginning of uh, the month, I launched Operation Sea Turtle.
0: Oh, Liz, <laughs> we love we love programs that have code names. So. I know you. I know you
1: do, Julie. I know your family has a code name for everything, <laughs> and ah. including each other. <laughs> here's here's what Operation Sea Turtle is all about. There are some of the sisters that made plans two years ago to spend this coming holiday season uh, in the Galapagos Islands. Yes. And right, so Leon. Yes. You, Leon, you are among the sisters who opted in to that plan. Yes.
0: And uh, so I wasn't just for the record you, you weren't invited, invited, I know. I wasn't invited for the plan. I don't want you to mislead the Satellite <laughs> Sister audience in terms of opting into this plan. Julia okay. was, Julie was quite my, surprised. She was quite surprised <laughs> when I, I was that. not part of my benefit package at Satellite <laughs> Sisters well, the, the holiday <laughs> trip to the Galapagos Islands. Okay, but, here here
1: was my thinking, Julie, that in your family you have lots of little children. <laughs> yes, indeed. and, and yes. I remember the year we had the Puerto Vallarta family vacation, yes. and Leon had a very young child at that time. Yeah, Brooks, a, yeah, a, yes. a year old. Yeah. yeah. And we took a boat, a near disastrous boat, tip, boat yeah. trip. Boat trip. Correct,
2: Liam? Yeah, it was the the worst three hours of motherhood for me. I was like, what am I doing on this poorly equipped boat in the middle of the Sea of Cortez? It was just a bad idea. Yeah. And I I just, I still sometimes wake up in a sweat. Seriously. (laughs) Like, what was I thinking? Taking him on that boat trip.
1: So, Julie, I didn't mean to make the vaca- make the decision for you and your family. I just assumed, knowing that you would have a new grandchild this coming Christmas, yes, uh, that you would want to be spending the holidays with your grandchildren, and, and that, like yes. on, well, just that a ship is not the ideal <laughs> environment for that, yeah. and a ship where it's all about getting off the ship and swimming and snorkeling and hiking. It just didn't seem like a like a a newborn friendly kind of activity anyway so so but operation sea turtle um or plan G, as i 'm also calling it, um, has three prongs because I believe that Sheila has established that as the rule that any any self improvement plan has to have Three prongs. So I'm thinking um, we're, we're going to be on one of the National Geographic ships, which will be very fun. And so you spend all day, like, out in these little Zodiac boats and hiking and swimming with the sea turtles and all kinds of stuff. Leon and I even enrolled in the webinar. Didn't we, Leon? We loved it. It's okay. going to be fantastic. Yep, we watched it. We're psyched. Did okay, so, psyched? so my three prongs uh, for Operation Sea Turtle. I've started spending... Thirty minutes in a pool three times a week just just swimming back and forth just get, getting myself back in the water a little bit you know just yeah. and it's I'm it's a struggle because I find it really boring and so I <laughs> I have to figure out what i you know swimming laps I don't know how Sheila does it it's just like. I'm used to like listening to podcasts while I walk, or I just, I'm used to a lot of input. So the tranquility of being in a pool for just, that's my rule. Just I can, I'll just need to do anything for 30 minutes. It's kicking, it's swimming, it's just horsing around by myself. 30 minutes in a pool, three times a week that's horsing around Hors- by yourself horse play yeah. horse, <laughs> horse play you know how they always have that uh, you're pull, just like jumping around,
0: and splashing yeah what yeah. do you do sure
1: Let's- you know just diving and stuff just just like p- doll- pretending I'm a dolphin for a little while yeah good okay so that's uh, okay 30 minutes in a pull three times a week prong number one prong number two just falls under the giant category that I will call uh wetsuit prep <laughs> 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 because as if it's not bad enough spending a whole vacation in, a, in your bathing suit, this is actually, they put you in shorty wetsuits most of the day because you're in the water for extended periods. And if there's anything less flattering than a bathing suit, it's a wetsuit. It's a wetsuit. <laughs> wet
0: yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, and a shorty one, too, because that chops you off at mid-thigh. Right, right, yeah. right. It yeah. Creates
1: that nice mid-thigh bulge where it grips... <laughs> So that's good. So so, there are, so wetsuit prep involves um, a lot of things, but a specific goal of minus 15 pounds by Christmas. I, know, I think I can do it. I think I'm, I'm actually on my way. So good for you, Liz. For you. And, of course, I could lose a lot more than 15 pounds, but I tried to just have a, a reasonable goal. I mean, mm-hmm. Operation Sea Turtle is supposed to be fun, right? It's right. the excitement. And then as part of the wetsuit prep, the third prong is a... Um, a food and drink protocol that is high protein, low carb, no alcohol. Oh,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: That and, I, yeah and I've been on that for three weeks now. Oh, Even, yeah. I would like to point out, I just got back from France. Okay. Okay. I, I, I and you had no alcohol? No. Nope. Wine? Nope. Nope. Oh, uh, wow.
0: That's
2: Good for you.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I started with a bang. So high protein, low carb, no alcohol. So there are my three prongs for Operation Sea Turtle, and I feel like it's I feel like it's doable. The one thing that would really help me, is, because it's the travel in my job that really right. like the kind of work that I do. I just realized, especially this week, I spend half my time in rooms where people are trying to force food and drinks on me. I know. You know. Like, mm. everything I go to is some kind of special event for this and that. I'm not complaining. It's fine. But, like, stop with the trays full of whatever all the time. Like, <laughs> in your face, stop it. Or even on an airplane. No, stop. Mm-hmm. So... Um,
0: so Liz, that's... Is there going to be any alcohol on the boat? Uh, oh, like... yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm just going to wait and see how I feel by then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have a, we will be together for New Year's Eve. So, you know, I feel like that would be a good, um, you know... A, m- a moment if i if I choose to celebrate uh, with like low protein high carb high alcohol <laughs> that 's the night for that, but one thing that would make it easier is if I had to do less work travel, so um, I was kind of hoping that, as for all of the international flying around I was doing the last ten days, maybe if someone put me under those twenty one day Ebola right. quarantines. <laughs> If I just got, I thought to myself, "What if someone forced me to stay home for 21 days? Like, what, what would I do? You could really be disciplined if you were just trapped in your house for 21." days. That's
2: what you think, but I'm trapped in my house. And, you oh, know, you are? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in my. Oh, you house work all at the home, time. yeah, and you still have food and stuff, and it's just, it's all, yeah. It's you think it's easier. It's a different, it's a different reality. It's have, have a different kind of okay. uh, discipline. So, right. just so, saying. So that's my Operation Sea Turtle. Well, Liz, I've been in the pool, too. That was, I didn't give my operation a name, but I decided to, like, go do some water workouts. I mean, I like swimming in my pool, but now our water's too cold, so I'm at the Rose Bowl pool, you know, with Sheila. So I tried the Aqua Zumba, and that was stupid. And um, so then I started going at noon. They have the deep water workout. Where oh, you that sounds good. The floaty belts, and you go in there. Well, the good news is that my friend Sally and I went, and we are the youngest people by 20 years. So oh, that's good. The name, that. kind of, the name kind of scared me off, like, ooh, deep water workout. But then I saw the other... Participants. It's like Edna Dolan in the pool, you know? I was like, oh, I think we can do this, Sally. And But this week we had, I mean, we had some work with noodles, Liz, that I oh. can't tell you how complicated it was. Putting noodles on under each foot and, like, walking in the water with your noodles and running in the water with your noodles, it was very, very challenging. But it's been fantastic. And we did get a shout-out from the instructor who singled out Sally and I as having excellent form. So... <laughs> I think that's a noodle a- form in particular. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You packing we were
0: really, any noodles for your trip.
2: <laughs> we we're really working it. So I'm now taking advantage of all the aqua workouts down there. I'm going to, there's supposed to be a very difficult interval training workout that I'm going to try to do, but it's fun to get in the water, but I can see swimming laps. If that's not your thing, that's why, I don't know. Do they have, they have an aqua no. workout. Take, take a look. It's they cool. don't
1: not, not after work or before work, of course, all the aqua workouts are during the day when right, I the, day. yes, when I'm otherwise occupied For me I like this yes.
0: you have you have like five devices, just look one up online okay you you've got just put it in a plastic bag and take it over there, and just follow along, okay. Okay, guys, switching gears here. I just
2: saw this seasonal headline, and as I mentioned, things are cranking up around here, getting ready for Halloween. It's a Friday night. You know my house. I get hundreds of kids thinking it's really going to be a big year this year on a Friday night. Wow, I didn't realize it was a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have acquired, you know, I do kind of a goth witch's house look with a lot of crow-themed things, so I've acquired a few more crow items.
0: <laughs> uh in the, the build-up. <laughs> and where do you get those, Liam? Where do you, go? you know, get those? <laughs>
2: well, you get them at Target? They had a spectacular crow lantern this year. Oh, okay. uh, so I scooped that up in, like, September. When I saw it, I knew it was going to go fast. Sure enough, there are no, they're no more of those. And then yesterday I was at a, a an event at my son's school where it was a lot of, um, you know, beautiful wreaths that people had made. Mm-hmm. Crow wreath. So I snapped that up. Black roses, crow. It's awesome. Ooh, nice. Really going to be nice. So that's why this headline made me laugh out loud today in USA Today: Pumpkin festival brings injuries, arrests in New Hampshire. Okay, what? How is that possible? How is that possible, Liz? How is that? The, how could you have a melee at a pumpkin festival? <laughs> What and happened? Soon. At Keene State College, apparently, they have an annual pumpkin festival, and this time there were 4,000 students in the backyard. And the next thing you know, bottle throwing erupted, uprooting of street signs, and general melee and mayhem in the streets of Keene, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So apparently the students at Keene used the Pumpkin Festival as an excuse to have completely out-of-control parties, and they were trying this year to set a world record for the largest number of carved and lighted jack-o'-lanterns in one place. No, that but sounds fun. It sounds fun, but that is not what happened 30 people were injured, 20 people had to go to the hospital, and there were dozens of arrests, Liz. <laughs> but this is my favorite part of the statement. Okay, this is such a red flag. Like, who believes this? So the uh, college president said that there were, quote, out-of-towners oh, that right. came.
1: <laughs> mm, out-of-towners.
2: <yes. sighs> have come to Keene for the Pumpkin Festival and, you know, ratcheted up the, uh, the situation there. Really? Out-of-towners? I mean, that. Yeah, those outside agitators that just yeah.
1: travel
0: the country during Halloween season. Looking just showing pumpkin. up in pumpkin patches. <laughs> like, let's, what you're like, rival gangs. Like, I'll meet you in the pumpkin patch. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yes. Okay, all right. There
1: you
2: go. Just made me laugh. There's no headline. <laughs> All right.
1: oh, sorry to miss that. Okay, what else is going on? And then
2: oh last Wait. night I we had an unexpected trip to the theater. Uh <laughs> I was doing a doing a, a day long thing at my son's school. It was a holiday boutique, and then I, I spoke uh as the keynote speaker and on the cleanup crew. So it was quite a gig. And uh Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? sisters so you get your free consultation then 50 percent off at prose.com slash sisters and prose is spelled p-r-o-s-e prose.com slash sisters thanks prose
0: you do it all Ian. very glamorous right. did <laughs> you bring a balloon arch
2: i know you <laughs> like to do that for me no months. That, that's for homecoming next week, Joel. That's oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, this was classy. Uh, this was very lovely. My friend Tilly was in charge of the decorations, and um, so. Uh, but then I got home, I was I was wiped out. I have to say, I was exhausted. You know, the speaking things for me are their work, and then I and then I have to talk, talk, talk all day, and it was great. I sold a lot of books, and there were like 130 people there. It was great. Yeah. But um, so then, Barrick has been at work all day downtown. He goes, "Hey, I got us theater tickets for tonight," and I was like. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Theater.
0: But we... <laughs> that sounds like a time for a nap. <laughs> I know.
2: lights are going to go low. And you can just... That's what I thought. But we went to see A Trip to Bountiful. Oh. It was the L.A. version of the Broadway Tony Award winning play with uh, Cicely Tyson, Vanessa wow. Williams, and Blair Underwood in the cab. Wow. Awesome. Oh, that really sounds cool. very entertaining. It was star-studded. Fantastic. I... I was like, huh, this is unexpected, but I think I can stay awake for two hours and ten minutes, according to the website. You know, you just hope, I hope it's not one of those three hour plays, you know? So, but it was unbelievable. Cicely Tyson is 81 years old, and she hasn't acted in a long time, but I guess she's always wanted to do that role from A Trip to Bountiful. Uh, that was the move. First, it was, I guess, a stage play, or it was a teleplay, like, in 1953, Horton Foote wrote it. And then it was the movie uh, that Julie, what's her name? Who was the actress in that? Julie, <laughs> Julie. Christine. Andrews. Julie Andrews. No, the other Julie. All right, well, she was yeah. Julie Newmar? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Julie Newmar. Catwomanless. I know. Okay. Uh, it seemed possible.
2: Anyways. Okay, that, so that was out of the cloud. Yeah, i just know her name. But. I think of uh-huh. it as Angela Lansbury or somebody. It's <laughs> <Hot. laughs> anyway (laughs) long story short okay good review and said i want to do that role and it took 20 years to happen but she eventually it's an all african-american production of this fantastic show so was unbelievably great and i have to give a shout out to vanessa williams who has one of the most unlikable roles ever written for the stage and she just goes for it you want to kill her by the end of the play You want to kill her. But uh, Blair Underwood was great. And Cicely Tyson, 81, doing that role. I mean, that is a lot of theater for yeah. five nights a week for an 81-year-old woman. So she was fantastic. It was very touching and very beautiful. So I'm glad we went.
1: That's so great. I got to say, kudos to your husband, too. That That's an unusual theatrical choice for a guy to make.
2: Well, here's he was buying a series at the uh-huh. Taper downtown. Oh, yeah. We were re- finally renewing that. We've taken a couple of years off our regular series. And so, you know, they are like, and we're throwing in an extra play. Oh. Which, trip to Bountiful. And he's like, we'll go tonight. <laughs> okay, that's that's so your practice. husband, because he's incapable of making future plans. Right, right. <laughs> right.
0: Well, let's just go tonight. Fine. We'll go tonight. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. You know, when you just can't, you know, you can't. Spur the moment. Just exactly. go. Just if it's I Easter. had
2: thought about this, if he had asked me in the morning, my response would have been no, I don't want to go. But uh, I'm glad I went. So it was fantastic. So, oh,
1: okay. Well, uh, speaking of entertainment, Geraldine I wanted-
2: Page. Oh, not, Julie, <laughs> not Julie anything. Not
1: Julie.
2: Pulled, you pulled it out of the. She like, is a lot like
1: Angela Lansbury, though, yeah. you have to admit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> she won a, she did she won an academy Award for that oh okay. wow, I mean I certainly never saw it in one thousand nine hundred and eighty five because I was a college student and I was not interested in movies yeah. like that so uh,
1: okay, but, well, I do have a movie recommendation as long as we 're in the culture corner here. Um, our satellite sister Jamie Goldstein, who was part of the Facebook group, um, posted uh, on October first that she wanted to let everyone know that her brother 's new animated comedy The Book of Life comes out October 17th, which was this weekend, right? So she wanted to make sure that everyone take your family and be sure to see it in 3D. It's stunning animation and a great story. And she has a post, uh, as I said, on the Facebook uh, group about going to see that. And, of course, what did the Satellite Sisters do? Uh, people went to see it. Thank All you, right. thank you, Christine Mapes, who posted yesterday. I took the recommendation and went to the movie, and it's fantastic. My daughter, who is 12, and I went today, and we are going to see it again. It is so fantastic. Oh, oh that's, that's great. Thank you that's so a much good for you. So Jamie recommended it, and Christine has already seen it at least once. Headed back in, so I just wanted to pass that thing that along, and it's one of the things we like about the Satellite Sisterhood. We can uh, support each other's. Projects in this way, and
2: you know it's Jamie's brother, so that counts.
1: You know, excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and it looks like a beautiful movie. It looks very cool. Yeah, very she, cool.
1: she posted a link, and so you can check it out if you want to do a little um advanced view of that. All right, now now I need a little bit of advice. Um, this is a subject I haven't brought up for a long time, uh, but it's uh, it's coming back to haunt me, and that's my downstairs neighbor <laughs> oh, no.
0: oh no yeah
1: yeah it's just getting a little bit out of control and here's the thing here was the accusation that sent it over the edge for me uh, can I first point out that I am a very thoughtful upstairs neighbor uh yeah. you know You're also rarely home thank you thank you which that's part of the thoughtfulness is being away a lot
0: <laughs> and you know, I mean, when you have guests, you always uh, you let her know in advance that mm-hmm. there may be some additional people. I mean, you're not—it's not like you have wild parties in nope. your apartment, Liz. Nope. No, no.
1: Nope. Uh, so a couple of Sundays ago, she called me at noon um, and accused me of this. Accused me of quote doing laundry at all hours of day and night.
2: God. <laughs> No, that's do laundry. Wait, I've never seen you do laundry. No, thank you, Leanne. Just you. To, like throw clothes out and buy a new one. <laughs> and that is more likely. Doing laundry
1: at all hours of day and night. Wow. Okay, first of all, it is my home. I'm allowed yes. to do laundry whenever I freaking want to do my laundry. Yeah. Right? Yes. However, the accusation was just so outlandish. I kind of I didn't snap. But most of the time, I just let it roll off me. This time, I really had to respond. I was like, okay, first of all, I'm hardly ever home. So, right. so if there is laundry being done in my apartment at all hours of day and night, call the cops. Because it means people are breaking into my apartment in the middle oh. of the night and having laundry parties. You know? So, <laughs> that's what I said. I said, cool. if there's some kind of laundry rave going on in... in my condo while i'm gone please you have my authority to call the police but if it's not that i would just like to point out that i am super quiet as a neighbor i'm a single person who does not generate a lot of laundry (laughs) i'm certainly not getting up in the middle of the night to put in a load you know that would make me laugh I, i go to bed early I, like, I get up early, but the last thing I'm doing when I get up in the morning to rush off to work early is starting my laundry. Like, I just don't, I don't even know how to deal with an accusation so ludicrous. that, Like, where do you go with that? Yeah. Do I, doing laundry at all hours of day and night. And I think I am being punished for my kindness here. That now she feels like she can stay, say stuff like that to me. And I'm going to alter my behavior. Well, I'm stymied. Well, there's
2: no behavior to alter. Yes. (laughs) So, right. So there's no behavior because you're certainly not. So it's like my neighbor with the dog, the the arch enemy dog. Like one time he said something. It was so outrageous. I'm like, I'm just going to stop speaking to you. I don't, there's nowhere to go with that. You're just.
0: It just makes you want to do laundry, Liz, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You want to do laundry night and day now (laughs) because she said that. Just, just, I don't know, like just start a load right away. (laughs) Just set the alarm for 2 a.m., Start one
1: then then switch loads at four a m no it just is i, I don 't know, so I am adopted. I felt like I was trying to be like friendly, nice, accommodating, but now i 've just gone to a- yeah let 's go
2: back to the hard line yeah,
1: the complete dNR do not respond yeah do not right. like there 's not i 'm not going to take the bait. I got an email while I was gone about some other issue related to uh, uh, to like things going on in my uh, in my apartment I, uh, I just don't know what the uh, honestly Leslie, what could you possibly be hearing up here What yeah I, I, I just you see the way i live and my apartment is fully carpeted and the first thing i do when i walk in is take off my shoes oh one time i think i've already mentioned that at one point she asked me like what is all that loud thumping she hears all the time and i'm like loud thumping. What would be loud thumping? And she said, yeah, it mainly seems to be coming from your bedroom. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Loud thumping from wow. my bedroom. Good, Good for you. <laughs> Live it up, Liz. And I realized here's what it is. It is my 25 pound dog jumping off the bed onto the floor. Oh. Like in the morning when we get up and Ferris jumps off the bed onto the carpeted floor. This is the loud thumping to which we are referring. All right. So, so there's I, really nothing I can do, right? Just DNR? Yeah. Just so do when not yeah.
0: When you told her uh, that she should call the police, what was her response <laughs> to that? She said,
1: I'm sorry. I certainly didn't mean to offend you. I mean, she started to apologize. I just thought you should know that it wakes me up and keeps me up. Well, I, I, again, I cannot respond to that because right. it's not happening. Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> not, not happening. All hours of day and night. That's the part that really (laughs) saved me (laughs) life. All hours. Like, I would have to be taking in external laundry. I would have to be is she, running Is Sheila and...
0: staying at your apartment when you're yeah. out of town? Right. Because that would be the only other explanation. Yeah. Sheila, who would, would do laundry, you know, yes. at all hours, day and night? <laughs> exactly. She's sneaking into your apartment or something? If that's not the case, then I'm I'm with Leanne. I yeah. just do not engage this person. I,
1: did she think I was, like, running a side business, taking in laundry at night just to make a few extra bucks? Really? All hours of day and night.
0: <gasps> Laundry by Liz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine That's how bad good on? It is. It's good honest work, Liz. That is good honest work. You have to apologize you know, she, for that. She'd
0: give you like a bag. It would with damp clothing. You know, oh. when you dry
1: or folded. Oh my God. Okay. Well, thank you for just reassuring me that I'm not the crazy one. One other thing I wanted to mention from the Facebook page, because uh, I had noted that I was away for 10 days and coming back. There was some email about, yeah, looking forward to hearing you on the show again. And Lois uh, posted a suggestion, Julie, that Mm -hmm. between all of my travels and all of your travels, that we would make an excellent team on The Amazing Race.
0: (laughs) I, I, I say, let's do it, Liz.
2: Let's do it, Okay. Wouldn't that what be funny think? if you guys did?
0: It would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's, I. you know, I just How wonder. How fast, fast do you have to run on that show? That's my question. <laughs> is there a lot of? <laughs> no, really no. It's clue solving, isn't yeah. it? It's, 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 it's clue solving, and a lot of it that they cut short
1: in the, uh, in the actual show is booking the right airplanes, Julie, which I think we would be really good at. Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah. constantly running to the airport and trying to get to the next country really fast. Well, who better than us to right. do that? You know, okay, Liz. I'm in. I'm in. Go we can, ahead. We make the call. <laughs> so it means we have to do an audition tape. You know, that's how <laughs> okay. these things work. So the next time we're together, we okay, have, we have to think what our pitch is. Maybe we could just be sitting in front of our respective laptops booking things. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just just show them your passport. Just just do a passport uh, thing. Okay, well, that was
1: pretty much it. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, also from the Facebook page, we got a recommendation, again, because of the combination of lots of travel and Ebola, for this new product called the Scoff. What is that?
0: Oh, yes. We want this. Did Go you ahead. check it out, Julie? Yes. It, it, okay. Yes.
1: So here's what it is, Leon. It's basically a scarf, but it comes with a germ barrier and a charcoal filter. So when you wrap it around your face, it's not obvious to other people that you're actually behind this protective gear, but you are. And it, come, oh. it comes in all kinds of fashion colors. Um I think i printed out the page scoff.com you can just go there uh, and how can you not love the name uh, that's a fantastic so, idea well so first think of all a it's layer. a good gift for sheila right away <laughs> yeah, uh, we like should all paper. give her one we should <laughs> each give her a different fashion color of a scoff <laughs>
0: <laughs> she'd wear it every day to school she would <laughs> she'd conduct her her lessons through the scoff yeah yeah it and it doesn't look
1: too crazy uh, it looks a little bit crazy, but that's okay uh anyway so just it's I think it's a good stocking stuffer for a lot of people in this kind of panic driven uh, environment that we're in uh, everybody needs a scoff how do you spell scoff s c o u g h like oh, okay. co- like cough with an s in front okay I'm looking at it
2: dot oh, yeah Oh, it's not coming up for me. Okay. Okay,
1: hang on. Let me look here. I just Googled it, and it came up. Whoops. Scarf. Wear a scarf. Oh, wear a oh scarf. it's wear a scarf. Wear a scarf. Com. Com. Okay. Yeah, the germ and pollution filtering scarf. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it's sort of a face mask. Meets
2: a scarf. <laughs> now I'm looking at it. <laughs> Okay, it's pretty stupid looking. <laughs> but, but I don't not, think you're fooling anyone. It's you look like you're robbing a bank in a fashion scarf, is what. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> no, well, I think you could. I think there are certain environments where you could totally get away with it. Like if uh, you're a
0: member of ISIS, <laughs> I think yes, it's work. <laughs> yes.
1: Or you're a Kashmir guy, Julie. Maybe uh, maybe they've got them.
0: Oh, they
2: have one of the infinity scarves, like I gave you, Liz. Yes, they have infinity scarf. Okay. Oh, it's sold out. It's very popular. Sold out. They're all sold out. For goodness sakes, there's.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, oh. Did you Did you notice where it's made? Of course, this was one hundred percent predictable. You oh, see, Brooklyn. Yes, made in Brooklyn, <laughs> of course. <laughs> there's like a, uh, a, a apartment full of hipsters with sewing machines, home <laughs> whipping up these scoffs. <laughs> In all kinds of fabric remnants that they're buying somewhere in Queens. That's what. A, that's that's why they're already sold out. <laughs> okay. yeah, fantastic. Anyway, I wanted to pass it along because it was passed along on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So, um, so there you go. Check it
0: out. So, all right. It's uh, we're good. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. We got to the end. We don't have any more.
1: What are you guys doing this week? You got a big Tuesday show planned? Uh,
2: yes, yes, we yes, do. don't we really do? Mean. Yes, we do. Liz. We Got a lot going on, Liz. Yeah, yep. I've
0: got, a, I've got okay. a pantsuit report that is going to blow your mind.
2: Okay, I will. Look I'm for... saving some topiary news for Tuesday. So very seasonal. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Okay, what else do we need to remind people? All right, If you you can always go to our website, that is SatelliteSisters.com. You can post comments there. You can listen to the show there, but I noticed a couple weeks ago when I forgot to post the link there that another great way to listen to our show are the apps that you can download to your smartphone. And then your Satellite Sisters are always sitting there waiting for you. So we recommend Stitcher, really easy. Just go to Stitcher.com, download that to your phone, and... And it means if you subscribe to Satellite Sisters, we will always be there. And you can also use the feature that is listen later so you don't have to be, like, live using your data. It just downloads it into the cloud (laughs) somewhere. That's another thing I don't understand. Where are all those podcasts going? Like, if they're sitting on my phone, does that mean they're in the cloud or not in the cloud? (laughs) I don't know.
0: You're going to have an answer for us, Liz. I know.
1: Anyway, so uh, Stitcher is a great service. Also, if you do have an iPhone, uh, they have their own podcast program. Super easy to listen to that. Uh, Join our Facebook group. What else do we need people to do, Leanne? How about Audible? What's going on with our Audible deal?
2: Oh, yeah. So you can still go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash sisters. You get your free download book there. I am really enjoying those great courses. I mean, I really? really have liked listening to the lectures. I'm I'm on to, like, great literary. I did Heroes, and now I'm on to, like, another literary topic. So, uh, and then I'm going to go to Great Medieval Thinkers, I think. I'm really, really enjoying wow. it.
1: Maybe yeah. that's what I need for swimming laps is some kind of waterproof iPod that I could just put inside my bathing cap and listen to. Get for another lunch.
0: gadget, Liz. That's what I yeah. need. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, so that's uh, audiblepodcast.com forward slash sisters. And I think you can send people audiobooks as a gift too.
2: You can. Yeah. You can.
1: So, so once you join, that's a good thing to think about for the holiday season. A very easy gift to send your friends hmm. that requires no mailing at all you know and seems because you know that's where my system breaks down (laughs) Yeah, yes it does which is that's not going to be an issue this year because we're going to be on a boat so there (laughs) are going to be no presents at all Julie you even mentioned like what to bring on the boat they've Mm -hmm. said you're allowed like one backpack that's it you just you you can hardly bring anything so I think that's good there will be no expectation of presents Uh, okay I think uh I think that's, uh, that's it for us this week. So, um, email us at sisters at satellitesisters.com if you want to. Otherwise, you know, we love when you share our show with your own friends. So when we post it on our Facebook group, just you can just share that on to your people. The more the merrier, um, at Satellite Sisters. So, uh, we've had fun this week. Don't forget, call your satellite sister. Hey.